So what's up? Uh, I'm good. I survived St. Patrick's Day in Boston again. Um, so that's been good. Just been hanging out. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We I went to a, a, a arcade bar last night and we didn't actually drink. A barcade? Yeah, exactly. And we didn't actually drink anything, but we had like a ton of grilled cheese and my friend got a high score in Tetris <laughs> and she was so excited. And that was a nice night. I, uh, yeah. I, uh, I celebrated St. Patrick's Day, all about that green, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I ate I ate almost two entire Domino's pizzas and watched uh, most of A New Hope and all of The Empire Strikes Back. Nice. I have leftover Domino's in my in my uh, refrigerator right now, so I'm probably gonna dig into. You know, that. I've, <laughs> I had never I had never seen a Star Wars before. Really? Yeah. Oh, what did you think? I I only watched them like. Right before The Force Awakens came out, I sat down after finals week and, like, watched all of them. I mean, I like the It. I do like the It. <laughs> Hot take. Star Wars is good. Hot take. Star Wars is incredibly good. I'm sorry. I'm just a little bit disconcerted because this isn't going to show... This, or not disconcerted. I'm a little bit caught off guard because this isn't going to show up for the audience. But you're... Somehow your recording mic is, like, extremely good. But the audio that picks up for me on my end is, like, absolute garbage. Yeah, the... So I think what it is, is the headphones and microphone that I've been using to record all of the podcasts um, is like a Bluetooth. And so whenever I connect to Discord, it like sounds like I'm talking through a tunnel, like at the bottom of the ocean, but the recording itself Uh, sounds okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what have I been up to this week? I'm um, sorry about the missed episode again last week, folks. Um, like I said, going to Canada. Um, I was there with a couple of people. Lexi was on, uh, was on like, the con staff, pretty much. And uh, so I kind of had to go on staff schedule. So first in the door, last out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was tired. <laughs> and I didn't do much last week. Uh, so I really appreciate your understanding. Uh, we're back on our normal schedule. And... Um, yeah, we're um, Roy was going to be on last week, but we did skip Roy. But Roy will be back to talk about motorcycle as soon as Blair gets back from there. Uh, as soon as Blair gets back from his um, his studies or whatever fictional thing I make up to, because because if you if you you know if you actually pay attention to the episode descriptions I'm reading writing Blair has died like six times it's since so his, since his departure. Um. But yeah, so what have I done this last two these last two weeks? Um, I went to Canada. I did a speed run. It didn't go great, but I did it anyways. Um, can I can I say, Lulu, that I watched the speed run and you did your own couch commentary and you had messed up frame rate on the game and you still I think kicked ass. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> queen, queen 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 of queen of playing cuphead. <laughs> Lulu be playing cupped head. <laughs> I I got to meet the devs. They gave me a shirt that was uh, I'm a they they gave me a medium, which I clearly am. If you look at me, <laughs> that, that's a joke. I'm like two XL at least. Were the devs nice? But I gave it to my mother and she loves it. Aw, yeah, no, they were they were really nice. They gave it to my I gave it to my mother and she likes it and she's gonna wear it out now. And I don't think she realizes quite how funny this is. But she, if anyone ever compliments her on it, she is going to say it's my favorite cartoon. <laughs> like she's accidentally going to own nerds. <laughs> I would, that sounds like really fun, like just being in a coffee shop or something and looking up and seeing like a, an older woman, clearly somebody's mom wearing like cuphead shirts and she's just like a hardcore yeah. gamer. I love it. <laughs> uh, an old, like someone's mom just wearing a shirt, like a Dark Souls You Died shirt. <laughs> You're, you just or like no one that says one that says one that says bonfire lit and it's got like the fire emojis next to it. <laughs> it's got all of these now like twitch. She's got a coffee mug with all these like twitch emotes all over it, and you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> who's mom? Now that's what I call a cat. That's what I call a cappuccino. Exactly. <laughs> but um, it's it's a cuphead cup, and then you're like, whoa, a real gamer fellow gamer i would not like to drink anything out of a cuphead mug i i, I would i do not like that yeah i get it would be kind of weird you're just like oh man this is a this is a living thing that i'm drinking out of but i'm drinking liquid out of my son <laughs> my terrible gambling son but 
Yeah, you play a video game really good. And what have I been doing other than Thank you. Uh, playing video games? Really not much. I just have been kind of going to work and then coming home. And when we're not recording our very good politics podcast, I've just been playing like a shit ton of Stardew Valley and Splatoon. And that's pretty much nice. been my whole life. I've been uh, trying to finally finish Bayonetta 1 so I can go into Bayonetta 2. And uh, I've been playing some Monster Hunter. I've mm. been playing some Danganronpa, which is actually the perfect... We got an exercise bike. And I gotta say, Danganronpa is like the perfect game to play on an exercise yeah. bike. It, it, like, you don't require like the quick, snappy reaction times as you do with most video mm. games. But it's also like engaging enough that you're like distracted from the fact that you're exercising. Nice. And uh, I got Burnout Paradise remastered, which is... It's still a phenomenal game. Very cool. Yeah, so, if you have a PS4, you can add me, and we can play Burnout together. <laughs> I only have a Nintendo Swatch, and yeah, I <laughs> I have really not been doing anything with it other than just, it's the new Stardew Valley machine, so. I did have to yeah. stay late at work the other day. We had an event, and I didn't get home until like 10 o'clock. And uh, capitalism bad, but I'm going to get paid a little bit extra this week, so that's good. Yeah. Fear writing, everyone. It's your number one, not quite lesbian, but might as well be podcast. <laughs> I'm Lulu. I'm Lauren. And this is Lauren, everyone. Hi. Hello, everyone. Long time, first time. Yeah. Lauren is uh, a friend of mine who uh, I have known for what, like two ish years now? Not that it really matters, but like, I've, I've, no, I've been your friend for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also also uh, 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 one of the other co-hosts, uh, one of the many other co-hosts on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, not a threat, just a it's fact. It's just a fact. Uh, Lauren, Lauren, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and tell us a little bit about your horror background. Like, you know, we always ask, like, you know, what kind of like your favorite subgenre of horror movies? Mm. Um, I love Home Invasion, Blair Likes Found Footage. Like, how did you get into home? How did you get into horror movies? And I'm going to make you give me a top three favorite horror movies just off the dome. I, we don't. We haven't done that in a while, but I want you to give me a top three. Okay, cool. So, like I said, I'm Lauren. I am just kind of a gay mess. And I met Lulu in the post Game of Thrones Discord. And that's just pretty much how I got into hosting the Henry Kissinger podcast. <laughs> and now how I'm here. Um, I was not a horror movie person at all as a kid. Like, I have a very distinct memory of watching, like, Pirates of the Caribbean and having to like hide behind the couch. Like I was like completely afraid of everything. Um, and then I That's that's a very scary movie. <laughs> there are zombie pirates. It was just too much. And then um I really was just not a horror movie person. Um and then I wanna say like my senior year of high school, I I got really, really into the show Hannibal. And that was kind of like the first horror thing that I really, really enjoyed because it was like scary but there weren't really many jump scares it was just like kind of a pitch black comedy in some ways but also like freaky but also beautiful to look at so i became like the biggest mm. hannibal fan on earth and i have a hannibal tattoo and just just a whole bunch of that <laughs> um but then you know i started to actually like now i i majored in film and I really have missed out on a lot of like really great horror movies. Like Get Out was the first horror movie I saw in the theater. Uh, <laughs> I think that's I, I think that might be mine as well. I don't think I've seen any other horror movies in theater. I saw mm. go, I saw Ghost Rider, which scared me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But I've never seen another. I've never seen another horror movie in theaters before Get Out. So it's I it's I saw um, I I saw a few horror movies in theaters this past year. I saw It Comes at Night, which was mm-hmm. that was a terrifying movie. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah. Um, I am so excited for Hereditary. Me too. It's on my list of like things I'm looking forward to. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 I I need to get out to the movies more. Really. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so last October, I was really when I tried to like watch more and more quote unquote like horror movies. So horror, but also like thriller stuff, just like the the classics that everybody tells you to watch. And I think um, top three. I think Get Out is definitely up there. Um, I yes. I did really like. Uh, I watched Carrie, which I did like. Uh, quite a bit, and I saw like I saw the original Halloween and the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but then I also really liked uh, Misery, <laughs> which I guess is kind of a thriller more than, than necessarily a horror movie. But that's yeah, Misery. Misery is scary. Yeah, it's it's sc- I I think that's just the kind of like in terms of genre. Women, oh. am I right? <laughs> oh no, Brooks has infected me. <laughs> We have to quarantine you. It's spreading. Oh, you have to just shoot me. <laughs> yeah, just put me on Reddit. It's the exact same thing as shooting me. I think um, for horror movie like types that I am drawn to, I guess I'm drawn to like, I guess like serial killer movies. Like true crime is interesting to me. So anything like sure. the reason I liked Hannibal so much was it wasn't so much like a mystery, but it was more like the the relationship between the person doing the crime and the person like trying to escape or trying to catch them which is what i liked about misery too so i i think those are the ones that i'm like pretty drawn to so more thrillers i'm not as into like i don't know like slashers or or jump scares all that much (laughs) because i'm still a baby i think i think my top I think my favorite subgenre has actually shifted. I think I still like Home Invasion a lot. Mm-hmm. I think slashers are definitely where I'm starting to lean more. Yeah, okay. Like, I go, I, I got to go back and watch Your Next again because that movie is just a perfect hybridization of slasher and Home Invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just like I like high body counts. I like creative murders. You know, the yeah. deaths make a hor- the deaths make a lot of a horror movie to me. Yeah, creative deaths are definitely like. That's that's all Hannibal is really is just really creative deaths. But then like I watched. Um, I th- when is the next Final Destination coming out? Uh, I don't know. I see. I'm too afraid of Final Destinations because I'm like, oh, you know, it's destiny that you're supposed to die, and then you have to die in all these really elaborate ways. And I was nah, nah, too scary. <laughs> but yeah. Um. What was I going to say? It scared the crap out of me. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, wow, these people are all dying in really fun and inventive ways. I love Rube Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, I, I still am just like, I guess maybe just squeamish about like body trauma. Like, I don't know. Like, Death. Some body star- horror stuff is okay. But like, I watched The Thing and I was like, okay, this is a, this is a lot. <laughs> speaking, speaking of body horror... It's Jennifer's body horror. <laughs> Yay! Da, 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 da. <laughs> so we watched Jennifer's body this week. Yeah, we did. We watched uh, we watched Diablo, a movie that you could, I didn't know this was Diablo Cody, but I should have pegged it from a mile away being <laughs> Diablo Cody because holy shit, this has some. This just has some. I hate calling Diablo Cody's stuff bad, but like mm. it's not good. It I think yeah, it it's it's directed by um Karen Kus- I think yeah. I think you said it I I think you said it best that we as a society allowed uh Juno to exist. <laughs> yeah, we did. And um Karen Kusama directed this movie. She actually I think she directed uh I just looked on IMDb and she did one of the parts of XX, which you guys did on the show. <laughs> um, oh, we hated that movie. Yes, you did. I'm trying to figure out which segment she directed, but like that movie fucking sucks. Yeah, and she did the movie. Um, I think a lot of people like it. The Invitation, which is like a uh, like. Oh, she did her only living son. That's. <sighs> That was probably the best one in there, but it was still garbage. Mm. 
She hasn't directed a lot of good movies. She directed Aeon Flux as well. Oh, wow. I, I am not an Aeon Flux person, but like I know people feel a very particular way about that show and that movie. So, like, so, you know, and it's kind of cool. Like, she directed, a, she directed a movie called Girl Fight. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I have a. Um, that's how I'm. That's how I'm going to be in 2019. 2019, girl fight. <laughs> the thing about this movie is that I had actually watched it for a like women in film class because, you know, it's directed by a woman and written by a woman, which is not super common in Hollywood. And I wrote a paper on it, you know, reading all my Carol G. Clover and trying to figure out what the hell this movie was trying to say. Oh. <laughs> God, men, women, and chainsaws? The whole... You, Carol J. Clover, you wild bitch. Mm-hmm. Get it. Get into it. Uh, yeah. I, I used to know so many horror theorists by name, and then I just... Now I can only remember Carol J. Clover, which is which is misandry in action, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think... Because mostly we were talking about, like, oh, you know, the way that monsters in Hollywood are, like, queer-coded, and how kind of fucked up it is, but also, like... I don't know, it feels like a good movie to talk about and for fear baiting because, wow, there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. No, there is a lot of stuff going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. So let's get into okay. it. We open in media res with Amanda Seyfried, who, honestly, the biggest thing this movie does is trying to get me to believe Amanda Seyfried as, like, a nerdy ugly girl yeah, next really. door kind of looker. Like, Megan Fox is fine, mm-hmm. but, like, Amanda say, for, like, I mean, I might, this might just be because I watched Veronica Mars before I knew anything else, and uh, Amanda Seyfried played the, um, basically the dead girlfriend of Veronica Mars. Mm. Oh, the, the girl, like, I've seen the, the pilot, is she, like, the, the murdered, she murdered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that Veronica Mars Veronica Mars is a good television show. Yeah, I I've, I I liked what I have seen of it, and I think that um, I feel like this movie was definitely like casting Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried because you have like you look at Megan Fox and you already have an opinion about her, and I think the same thing with Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. So I think it was trying to like definitely. really make you think about the ways in which women in Hollywood are, or something, something, they wanted hot girls in this movie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we start in media res with Amanda Seyfried in a mental institution, and she's like, I don't like it here. And she beats the shit out of some orderly, and it's like, this hasn't always been this way. And then it rewinds to her staring out of uh, Megan Fox's window, and then it's like, no, 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 we need to go back further. And then, like, Mm. We get to them in, uh, we get to uh, the Jennifer being like the, the lead color, the lead guard in the color guard, spinning a flag and waving at, uh, um, waving at Needy, uh, Anita, Needy, <laughs> uh, what's the, uh, <laughs> I don't even remember her last name, oh, Needy, uh, yes. Le- Lesnicky. <laughs> yes. Really? God, her last name has Les in it. I know. Really? really? Really, Miss Cohen? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, oh it's it's very on the nose, and yeah, it basically the first like joke of the, the first joke of this movie is that like Jennifer, a funny gay. Oh yeah, they're funny gay. They're lesbo gay. That's a that's a that's a phrase. Lesbo gay, please. Oh, lesbo um, gay. Excuse me. Yeah, lesbo gay, and that's you know. That's what we need to know about the two of them is that even though Megan Fox mm-hmm. is super hot and apparently a high schooler, she is still friends with weird, needy, and uh, they still hang out together even though... It's about equality. It's about equality. It is about equality. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they're still friends. Um, and apparently they, like, are too close and, like, know everything about each other. Oh, happy 420! Oh, hey, wait, no, it's not 420 yet. You said it too early. Oh, I'm sorry. My computer said 420. Hold on. <laughs> well, let's pause the episode so we can wish everybody the the correct, the good time. Yeah. The the good the good 420 time. Mm-hmm. 
Good thing you said that here and not at, uh... Not on HKIP. No, not on the Discord. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. My phone is, like, slightly slower than my computer, so my computer is wrong. How odd. Yeah. No, it happens. Okay, now... It happens. All right. Happy Weed Minute. Happy Weed Minute. <laughs> so... It... Let's just type that in the Discord. Yeah. There we go. Uh, okay, so we yeah, they they're lesbian gays together, and uh, Megan, our um, Amanda Seyfried has a boyfriend named Chip, and they're gonna be like, oh, let's go to the let's go to the freaking let's go to the bar tonight, the mm-hmm. club, but it's a bar, and a band called Low Shoulder is playing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the entire the entire building burns down. Chris Pratt is there, and then he's not for most of the time. Yeah, I. <laughs> This cast is, like, weirdly, like, there are people in it besides just Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried. Like, Chris Pratt is in it. Yeah, J.K. Sim- <laughs> Simmons is in it. Um, One of my favorite character actresses, who I really don't see very much, um, Cynthia Stevenson plays Chip's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, She was in uh, Dead Like Me, which is one of my favorite shows. Um, fucking... <laughs> Uh, the ship is played by the same kid who played young Neil in uh, in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots of like familiar people that just kind of pop up in this movie. And then Adam Brody plays the lead singer of the of the band Low Shoulder. And Adam Brody was on Gilmore Girls, and I think he's on the OC. So like, there are people in it. <laughs> people, they really tried with this movie, which is I yeah, appreciate. They really did try their hardest. Mm-hmm. And this is like a cool teen hot topic movie, you know? There's lots of emo. Yeah. Uh, Megan Fox, uh, Jennifer is very attracted to this, these emo, I guess, band. Like, she's talking about like them on MySpace. Yeah, she, she likes eyeliner. She likes eyeliner. And then Chris Pratt calls, like, I wish, <laughs> I feel like this whole episode is just going to be us repeating the lines from this movie because oh my god there's a point where she goes to like buy the band a drink and she's just like oh i'm gonna play like hello titty with the bartender so he won't like check my id and then she comes back with like these um what was it like a 9-11 memorial shot or something (laughs) yeah that's what it is it's red white and blue but if you let it sit too long it'll go brown oh my god and then um She's talking about how hot the band is, and Chris Pratt is like, oh yeah, they're a bunch of fagos. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so This movie is a lot. This movie is so much. But yeah, basically, they're playing a set, and the building burns to the ground. And people are like, it's very dramatic, too. People are like running out on fire. It's like, oh shit. All of yeah. a sudden, it gets very real. Um, yeah, more real than you would expect. Mm-hmm. So then... From this movie. Yeah, yeah. And then you're just like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden, um, the Adam Brody character, like, appears, and he's like, oh, hey, Jennifer, you should come with us to my van. It's gonna be great. And Jennifer is, like, under a spell or something? She's just kind of like, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. So Needy kind of lets... That happens. Yeah, yeah. Needy kind of lets her go, and uh, that's kind of the last we see of Jennifer... For a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, she's kind of, like, presumed, like, not dead, just, like, out of it. And then Needy gets home, and then Jennifer is there and bloodied and, like, die, de- dying kind of a little bit? She, she basically, she, like... Well, she's hungry. She's hungry. She's hungry. So she, like, raids the fridge and just starts, like, eating this chicken out of the fridge. And then, like, she, like, throws up, like, black bile all over the floor. And Needy is... Mm-hmm. It's very much like uh I mean that's that's kind of, that's a little that's that's kind of a mood frankly. Yeah, really. And Needy is is like um hi what in the hell happened to you? And then Jennifer like throws her around a little bit and like pushes her up against a wall and is like yeah maybe about to attack her but then nothing. But then she leaves very quickly. So clearly something uh-huh. happened to Jennifer. But what what could it be? <laughs> yeah. No, she uh She's she's not doing too hot. No, she's not. But then the next day, as everybody is like, you know, mourning the loss of all of these uh, these people at the bar in a small town, Jennifer's like, she's doing great. She looks great. She's just having, you know, she's being catty, I guess. 
is what she's doing. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's acting unusually, like, fine. She's, she's acting great while everybody else is like, hey, everybody, like, eight people that we know, like, fucking died last night. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Um, it's, yeah, that's fine. That's how it happens. That's how, it, it's fine. It's fine. It really is just fine, ain't it? And <laughs> so, uh, Jennifer, uh, you know, she hangs out with, what's his name? His name Craig, the, the football player. Cra- uh, Craig, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he's sad because his best friend died. She takes him out into the woods and then she, she, uh... She, like, tries to get him to fuck, mm-hmm. and then they they almost fuck, and then she eats him. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, there's this thing of, like, animals that keep, like, showing up around her whenever she's, like, about to attack. Like, she's making out with this dude, and there's just, like, little creatures everywhere. <laughs> and. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, like, tears open this football player, and obviously, oh, we realize what's going on. She's, she's the one. She's gonna eat, start eating people. She's the one. Cho- she's the one slurping. She's the one slurping on those boys. Mm-hmm. She's slurping boys, and yeah, it's it's pretty like it's pretty. I don't know if it is like gory than I think I I didn't expect it to be as gory as it is because it is like a. It was kind of marketed, and I think it was meant to be like a teen comedy, like you know. Yeah. Juno, like, that's the thing about this movie versus Juno, is that, like, everybody seemed to like Juno when it came out, even though it has, like, the same, like, writing issues that this one does, but everybody hated this movie. And I think that's kind of weird. It's not good, but also, I mean, it's, I mean, it probably got a disproportionate amount of hate. Mm. Yeah, but, like, is Juno good? <laughs> the most no. commented upon thread <laughs> locked after 2,800... <laughs> responses oh is juno's unborn baby a libertarian (laughs) (laughs) i don't so i don't know i i do think it is like it is fun it's really fun like watching her basically because she just starts killing boys and when she's not eating them she like she basically goes through like pms essentially so she's like oh i have pimples and i'm not as cute as i normally am and there's a part where she's like, needy, PMS was made up by the boy-run media to make us think that we're crazy. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I, I don't have, a, I don't have, I don't have pussy mad, mad syndrome. <laughs> that is what it stands for. Um, I mean. Yeah. I don't, I, like, that's the thing about. The funniest thing about, like, I guess PMS or, like, people making jokes about it is that I feel like if you don't know a woman very well, like, a, like you wouldn't be able to tell. Like, just like any person with, like, a vagina on the street. You don't know what's going on. Like, I don't, I don't know. So, whatever. We have to make a joke about yeah. PMS, though. And then this, like, the emo, the emo kids are a thing in this movie. Yes, the emo kids are so... I hate to use the word extra, but like they're extra as shit. Yeah, like Diablo Cody just I th- I did Diablo Cody get bullied by emo kids back in high school? I think I think she walked past a hot topic and was like, ah, teens. These teens I didn't write about before, so it's time to talk about what these people are up to. And so yeah, they're very like like the, this guy is like wearing a rosary and being like very, you know, his mavens of the night or whatever his friends are. Like, it's just very weird. But he asks her out, asks out Jennifer, and he's like, do you want to go to a showing of Rocky Horror? And she's like, I don't like boxing movies. Which is, which yeah. Laugh. But, um, so, what's this guy's name again? Is it, like, Connors? Colin. Colin, Colin. Colin yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... She like she's like oh I need to I need to eat some boy and then so she's like Colin let's go on a date and then later that night um, Chip and Needy get nasty mm-hmm. and then um, uh freaking Jennifer like I can't think yeah yes I, I'm sorry my brain oh, is okay. broken 
Yeah, it's like cutting back and forth between Needy and her boyfriend having their like, which I think for, uh, they're like having kind of like normal sex. They're just like, all right, cool. Like, which is, I guess, not that common in a teen movie where like Needy's into it and he's into it. So, uh, that's, that's kind of nice. Perfectly normal teen, perfectly normal teen sex. Mm -hmm. And And then like at the same time, Jennifer is killing Colin. And so, and like Needy is like having weird, like, a brain associations with her? Yeah, they're having, like, a... I guess because that's the, like, psychic connection thing that they're kind of trying to establish that, like, Needy knows sen- what's sen- going on. Sandbox love is forever. Exactly. So, like, they can read each other's minds and whatever. Yeah, that's exactly how that works. Um, We had a good line at Colin's funeral, which is he looked like lasagna with teeth because the goths start mourning him and his <laughs> and his mother is just like, that's not true. He is dead and this coffin costs too much. He looks like a lasagna with teeth. Yeah, and the emos are like to too extra. Also, I really wanted to, I didn't get to point this out when we were watching the movie, but I do want to highlight that. You know, when Colin shows up at this creepy abandoned house for his date with Jennifer, she is playing I Wanna Fuck You by Akon. And I really wanted that (laughs) music to keep playing as she was killing him. Because I think that would be the first time anybody's ever been murdered to an Akon song. (laughs) It's very good. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. So, yeah, a couple people are dying and Jennifer is back to being beautiful um and then after like you know needy like runs out to go find out where jennifer is and like almost hits her with her car she's like covered in blood and then she goes back home and we get a scene in which jennifer shows up in her room and like explains what's going on and then this is like yeah it's a surprisingly canned a surprisingly candid description of what's happening yeah and all, but right before that is the thing that people remember this movie for, which is Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried, like, making out for a couple of minutes. Making out, yeah. Yeah, that does last a while and doesn't do anything, and it's just... It's just kind of... Amanda Se- I, It was kind of, like, hinted at, like, a couple of times, like, Megan Fox's character does, like, flirt with her a little bit, but, yeah, it is just kind of like, oh, sure. Why not? And, I mean... yeah. As as two as two gays, how did you how did you like? Because the way sometimes like when you watch a a movie, not like when they have two girls making out, they're like, oh look how hot this is. Did you like? Did it feel like creepy to you? Because I thought it was kind of like. It felt fine. It could have been creepier. It felt fine. I would have been happier if this was like actually something and not just jennifer trying to manipulate needy yeah that's really what it is it's just kind of like oh i'm gonna which sucks like it's just like let i want high school teen romance between two girls we got love simon yeah so we got the boys down we do we got the one gay boy we got the one gay boys movie Mm -hmm. when's when's love simone yeah really Yeah, and, like, there is a throwaway line that Jennifer's like, oh, we'll play boyfriend and girlfriend like we used to. And so I have no idea, like, there's no, like, explicit confirmation of, like, oh, Jennifer is, like, in love with her. But it's, like, heavily implied, I guess. But Yeah, yeah. Cause, right, because Jennifer only seems to go after the boys that, like, Needy likes or pays attention to. So she, like... Mm-hmm. She, like, ate the football player, but then um, that Colin kid is, like, Needy was, like, oh, he's really nice, actually. And so, therefore, Jennifer was, like, oh, I have to eat him because Needy thinks he's nice. And then, I don't know. So, it's it's not, it's too much subtext, I think, and not enough, like, good actual text in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what happens next? They, they make out and then Jennifer jumps out of a window. Well, Jennifer, uh, well, Jennifer breaks down what happened, which is that the, yeah. the band basically drove her to this waterfall and tried to sacrifice her to Satan so that they could become really famous because it's quote, really hard to, to be an indie band these days. Um, mm-hmm. and so she, uh, is like sacrificed, but. They were trying to sacrifice a virgin to Satan, and Jennifer was like, oh, I'm a virgin, please don't kill me, I don't know, you know. So, 
it goes wrong because Jennifer wasn't a virgin, so now she's a demon. Succubus thing. So then, yeah, she jumps out a window. <laughs> yeah, she just, just, she just, she, she clapped, did clap that clap. She did. She did. And now she's like, I'm eating boys. And everything is fine. So then Needy is trying to explain this to... She goes to the occult section of her school library and explains it to her boyfriend. And he's like, oh, we're going to the dance. I bought you a corsage. I, I don't care about... I don't believe you. I think you're just, like, freaked out. And so they go to a dance... And yeah, uh, it's it's a all you can eat. She's a succubus now. Mm-hmm. So um, needy is like, don't go. You know, I don't. I don't think we should be together because it's really dangerous. And so of course, like they're gonna meet at the dance, and Chip walks by himself, and Jennifer like catches up with him and is like, I've always liked you. I like you better than, um, like needy's no good for you. I'm you know I'm super into you. Just kind of like manipulating him yeah and they start making out and then needy in her psychic mind i guess figures out that they're together and so like runs from the dance to go save chip boyfriend's name is chip (laughs) yeah chip is just like a is, when is when is andale showing yeah really like he is his wait is his last name is his last name andale I don't know if they give... No, his last name is Dove. Chip Dove? <laughs> yeah. It is? Or did you... Is that a goof? No, that's not a goof. That's what the Wikipedia says. Well, okay. That's that's fine, I guess. So... <laughs> hey, um, here here's a fun fact. Mm. Um, Chud.com, which great website... Reported that the filmmakers were looking at actual rock band members Pete Wentz of Fall Out Boy and Joel Madden of Good Charlotte to portray male lead Nikolai Wolf. Oh, uh, okay. So they... Uh, I, I just... I went on um, IMDb and that lo- and that is apparently some trivia that, yeah, they were trying to... They were trying to court those boys. Trying to court those boys. And then apparently... Um, also another IMDb trivia. I just saw this. They were apparently going to... There was going to be a sex scene in the film, but they cut it because they wanted that PG-13, I guess. <sighs> this was PG-13? Yeah, this is PG-13. We saw we saw a dead teen's, like, disemboweled stomach. Yeah. I, th- I think, yeah, it's PG-13. And... Um... Uh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely, like, meant to be, like, a mall teen. Oh, no, it is R. I'm sorry. It's rated R. Which is why nobody saw it. Yeah, they they had multiple uses of the fuck word. So, yeah, it's R. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they did. Um, so... What ha- where where were we at? Chip Chip goes off with to fuck Jennifer. Yeah, they go into this creepy abandoned pool, and he's like, this is fine. (laughs) That's the thing, is, like, she keeps... Taking the guys that she's trying to eat to these very suspicious locations, and they're just like, "Oh, it's fine. I'll roll with it." This is fine. I, I, I mean, to be fair, I, I was a very horny teen, so mm. like, yeah, I guess you're like, I, I would have done the same. Yeah, you're like, all right, you know, Megan Fox wants to have sex with me. I don't care if it's in a creepy abandoned swimming pool. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. she and Chip. Like, they make out a little bit, and then he's like, actually, you know what? I can't do this. So, mm-hmm. um, she, like, shoves he's, him into the water. Oh, go ahead. He can't do it. Um, he says he can't do it because uh, as soon as Jennifer asks him to say that she's hotter than needy. Like, that's, yeah. the, that's the cutoff point. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, wait a minute. This is kind of weird. And then he forgets about it and makes out with her some more. And he's like, no, actually, this is weird. So I guess horny teen logic. But then as Needy, like, finds them and, like, runs into the room, uh, Jennifer is, like, gnawing on his neck. And... <laughs> Chomp? What? Chomp. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Oh, and then um, before before Needy like runs after her, she does she does say like 
Saint Jude, patron saint of the lost causes, please help me to like smite this bitch or something. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And then they fight in the they fight in a sewage system, and then uh, Jennifer starts floating. She gets stabbed in the stomach, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then there's a she like runs a, she runs away, and Chip dies. Yeah, Chip dies, and Jen, and then you know they have this big fight between the two of them, and Jennifer is like. I go both ways because she's going to eat Chip and Needy. But then, yeah, she gets she runs away after getting stabbed and Chip dies. And we get like a like a like a big no like screen at the sky. Yeah. Then it's time for the final confrontation Mm -hmm. between Jennifer and between Jennifer and Needy. And they go she goes to and we go to that scene that from the start of the movie Mm. Where Needy is looking in Jennifer's bedroom, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to kill her. And then she gets a, uh, um, oh, uh, she gets, like, a box yeah, cutter. Yeah, box cutter. And is like, and is like, oh my god, this is your tool used for opening boxes. And Jennifer's like, oh, that's, you're so blunt. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> Diablo. Yeah, I, there, I don't know. Miss Cody. Is her, first, is her like legal? It was was her like birth name Diablo Cody. I I don't know. No, it's not. It's not. Oh no! I mean, that's just her pen name. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Hold on. Here's something I didn't know. Mm. Brooke Bu- Brooke Busey Mario, better known by the pen name Diablo Cody, is an American writer, producer, stripper, and exotic dancer. Yeah, that was like I think the big thing for Juno is that like she was a stripper and then she I guess. I, I just decided to start, you know, writing indie comedy movies, and then... I had no idea who this was. I, 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 sorry, I had that, I did not know that fact. I did not know Candy Girl was a, was a, um, I did not know Candy Girl was a true story. Apparently, um, she's gonna be doing a, there's gonna be a a, a, pre, a live action Barbie movie and a Sweet Valley High movie that she's writing. Oh, are they gonna tap Aqua to do the soundtrack? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, she also uh, Diablo Cody created that show uh, One Mississippi with Tig Notaro, so maybe she's figured out what lesbians are. She also did the show uh, United States of Tara. Wow! Like so clearly, her her first couple years of writing, she had to like do all this like hyper teen stuff and has like figured her her style out better so that's good good for her yeah but yeah ooh, this movie <laughs> um not not a good movie but anyway so jennifer gets stabbed in the throat and then jennifer's mom comes in and is like oh my god <laughs> she Nita, you you killed her she she gets stabbed in the heart with a box cutter, and her final words are, my tit. And then Amanda Seyfried's like, no, your heart. She dies. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so Jennifer is dead. But um, before she died, before she was stabbed, Jennifer bit Needy. And now, so Needy is in, we cut back to the mental institution. And Needy is floating because now she has some of Jennifer's powers. <sighs> And that's why she was, like, kicking people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then she breaks out of the of the mental institution. And she's goes on the road to f- find a low shoulder. Low shoulder. And she kills them all. And it's great. It is great. And it's set to... Um, so the title actually comes from the song Jennifer's Body by Hole, which is uh, Courtney Love's band. And they they play another whole song at the end credits which is pretty which is you know art (laughs) i guess and and that's kind of the movie like i'm trying to think of yeah that's the movie like jk how do you you how you feeling how do i feel the thing is is Mm -hmm. that i i've seen it before and like i did write a paper about it so (laughs) i have some affection for this movie even though it is it is pretty like it's pretty bad, but it's kind of campy bad. And can I say I, I I liked the experience of of watching it with someone. I will not probably be seeking it out again. Uh, yeah, I think it's more fun to watch with people and like make fun of the the really like weird bad jokes. A lot of uses of the R slur in this script. Um, 
But like, I don't know. I think I think I can see that it was trying to do something interesting. Like, oh, it's Mean Girls, but gayer and also a horror movie. But yeah, it just a lot of things are are not great. So, but it tries, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it 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 tried. Um. Anyways, so now we're going to move into questions. Questions at fearbaiting on Twitter, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, or fearbaiting at gmail.com. Mm. No questions on uh, either of those. Let me check the email. Ba, 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 I, don't, I don't check this email ever. I don't <laughs> check this email ever. Ba, ba, ba. Nope. Well, what, do, what did you do? You, what do, how are you feeling about it? I didn't like the it, frankly. Yeah. It's, but it was it, it was pat it was fine. Uh, let me just open up iTunes see if we got any ratings or reviews. Because if you rate or review the show on iTunes, we will we will thank you publicly on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Um, so we're gonna move into oh wait, no we got one question from Tumblr user Dork Phoenix, another host of the uh, show Henry Kissinger. Hey. Uh, since a box cutter is a butch weapon, can you guys tell me what a femme weapon would be? <laughs> Asking for a friend. Um, I think butterfly knife is the first thing that comes to mind. That's like kind of like a, like a cool hard femme. Maybe like a like some sort of like nail file or like a stiletto shoe or something. The all you know, of those. I do like this. All of those like weaponized femininity JPEGs. You know, like your eyeliner can kill a man or something like that. I think. A a pink a pink gun. <laughs> A pink gun because feminism, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of this. The only reason that I really like sought this movie out in college and not when it like came out, I think, was for some reason like the queer girls I follow on the internet really, really liked this movie, and it's so. And it, I don't think it's really hard to see why, but it is. It is kind of funny that every that people who are not in that group are like, oh yeah, that movie was bad. And there's just this group of, like, young queer girls that are like, nope, I love it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to move into recommendations. Mm. Uh, you got something for this week? Um, how about you go first? Okay. My recommendation this week is... Um, shit, I had a <laughs> recommendation. What the hell was it? Uh, I recommended it on, on HKIP this week, but I'm going to recommend it here. I've been watching the anime Log Horizon, which is like a lighter version of Sword Art Online and also a good version of Sword Art Online, because Sword, Sword Art Online fucking sucks big ass. Mm. Um, it's fun, it's friendly, it's much less grimdark, but there are still stakes to it, despite not having to, you know, that you die in the game, you die for real shit, mm. which reminds me, we do have to watch Stay Alive on this show at some point. Um, it's really cute, it's really fun, I'm having a great time with it, they're good furry characters, and yeah, it's Log Horizon good anime nice sounds good um i think so i was trying to figure, remember like what i had been really enjoying this week and honestly the last thing that i was like really psyched about was that i rewatched fury road and that movie's still fucking good <laughs> it, it's still really fun to watch and so i would say rewatch it if you haven't in a long time and I hope that they come out with the sequel yeah. soon because it's it's really fun. It's I like the I like the it. So I think I'll the recommend. I'll when recommend. Was, when when was the when was the original released? Like twenty fifteen. So like oh the okay. the original Mad Max movies were like eighties movies, but this one came out in twenty fifteen, and so yeah 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 yeah. So who knows God. when? I want that like that. I can't watch that movie. I have not watched that movie since the first time I watched it because I cannot rewatch that movie outside of the theater. Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes a difference. Oh my god, that scene when they go into the dust storm when you're in the middle of a pitch black theater, it's just like a cloud of red. Every, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and like the first forty minutes are done, and you finally get a chance to breathe. Oh, that yeah. movie. Yeah, and just like the oh. the very like. The way that it ref- is like the way that it presents their whole society and the wives are very much like, well, who, who who did this to all of us? Like, why do you think the world is so bad? And yeah, it's just it was a really it's really good. <laughs> a movie that we all loved back in like 2015. Watch it again. That's my recommendation because it's, 
I don't do it's anything else other than watch movies I've seen a hundred times. Uh, Lauren, where can we find you? Okay, so you can find me on Tumblr at RunTheGems, and you can find me on Twitter at LLeBlanc underscore, and then you can also hear me on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which is a leftist podcast that I do with Luna and a couple other people. And yay, yay we put out um, an episode this week that I edited, which was scary but exciting. Um I do. I do genuinely like the like the, the, the ten second pause that's left in there after Brooks says a thing. It was completely accidental, but you know what? I'm glad that it was good to to listen to. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah. we just published um, those Lightbringer essays. If you wanna, yes, if you wanna p- another Lightbringer essay. Which if you donate a dollar a month to that Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/hkipgtd, you can read my two thousand word insights about a light about a, a light spirited light novel. That made me cry multiple times on multiple readings, mm. and also Patrick's twelve, like uh, Patrick's long essay about uh, part of a song that they really like, which I haven't had a chance to read the whole thing yet, but I've seen bits of it and I like what I've seen. Yeah, the 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 fact that it, I think that they just talk about like a really really tiny bit of Haley Steinfeld's "Love Myself," which is really really interesting, and I'm excited to read it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, oh no, um, you can find me on Twitter at Chiesh, nope, Gayest Lulu, <laughs> I changed it, and on Tumblr, chiesachnakas.tumblr.com, um, you can check me out on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, not a threat. Just a fact. You can also check me out on our sister podcast, The Wonder Years, where we are currently watching the Animorphs television series, because it's not very good, but we have to do something while we wait for Blair to get back. Oh, awesome. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of Fear Baiting. Um, we'll be back again next week and keep it slo- keep it sloshy until the- I forget how to end this podcast. Oh, uh, I'm Lulu. I'm Lauren. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. Oh.